Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Yes. Welcome in, everybody, to Studio Day Heffrey and Studio Day Hellman, where this is Tolkien Cowboys, which is really just a play on words from perhaps an existing podcast about a football team that was witty enough to have the word Tolkien in it. Cause we're just going to talk about the rings of power show. If you so want to hear here- about Jason Peters, go somewhere else. There's a million other places you can do that. Yeah. If you want to hear about Jason Peters, or come back tomorrow or check yeah. the video I did earlier. I'm, I just want to apologize to all cowboy fans who are getting an alert right now that I'm live and thinking they're going to get Cowboys talk. You are going to get David Hellman and I, talking about the rings of power show because we like J.R.R. Tolkien. Now, look, if you super chat in with a bunch of money and ask a cowboy question, we'll answer it, but we're just here to nerd out, but I'm still going to shout out to my sponsor bet online. The fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports contests and events with first to market odds and lines. I don't know if bet online has the odds that Galadriel finds Sauron in season one. I don't know. But you can find reviews and news for every league, MLB, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, esports, even golf, bet online. The top online resource for all your sports information from live in-game betting props and futures. Head to bet online today or use your mobile device to join. Make your first sports bet. Use our promo code BELIEVE50, B-L-E-A-V-5-0 to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online where the game starts. Yeah, so I don't know how many times I can say this. Look, if you're here, you probably saw that I went live and you're thinking you're going to hear about the Cowboys. You're not. What, what do you feel so self-conscious about? Like if they, because tra- I built a YouTube channel with 34,000 subscribers that the people who have the notifications turned on are going to see that I'm live and they're going to pop in here and be like, all right, Cowboys talk. And it's not a like, look, there's a billion different ways to get news in 2022. Like people subscribe for the personality. So they're here for you. Oh, I mean, not purely you, but like, you being you is a big part of it. And then number two, if they don't want to hear about it, they'll X out and do something else. Yeah. Those are only, facts. only jerks are like, like only jerks are the people that take the time to be like, well, guess I'm unfollowing. Cause this video was stupid. And those people suck anyway. Well, shout so. out to Michael who just says, I loved the show so far and he's in the super chat. So what a hero uh, rings of power. I got to be honest. I didn't know it was going to come out on Thursday. Okay. And I, and I didn't know we were going to get two episodes. Let's let's talk about this. Uh, it was not supposed to come out on Thursday. So, like, if if you haven't heard, we don't I have Googled to- that on Thursday, and I saw a link where it was like, in America and wherever else, you will get two episodes at 8 p.m. In the rest of the world, it's going to come out later. And so I did know Thursday morning that Thursday night I was going to get two episodes. They, ch- they changed it. I swear. And I know that because, again, if you haven't heard, I'm out here in L.A. for the time being. Hey, what are you doing in L.A., Dave? You want to promote yourself? Uh, I'm on a TV show, Jeff. Um, what TV show? It's, it's the new iteration of Speak for Yourself. It's called Speak. It's just called Speak now. Uh, yeah, me, Emmanuel Acho, Joy Taylor, and LaShawn McCoy are going to talk about the sports topics of the day with a very – heavy football slant if i had to guess so come come find me starting starting tomorrow september the 6th uh it should be a lot of fun dave made Um, it baby dave's a tv star let's go anyway but the Uh point i was trying to make is like in la there's billboards for everything everywhere so like 
There's a big House of the Dragon promo on the subway station down the street. I And so I've seen about 50 Rings of Power billboards, and all of them say September 2nd, which was Friday. So they switched something up. Maybe they realized maybe they realized that they were going to like get better numbers on a Thursday instead of a Friday. I don't know, but they switched something up. Whatever. I loved it. Uh, and I love that we have a super chat from a guy named Gimli 21. Cause that sounds like a guy who's watching the show. Uh, the show is fun, but it's simply not Lord of the Rings. It's not following the second age storyline. Aaron Durr and Dissa are fantastic. They ruined Gladriel. LOL. Great way to talk about it. Okay. So I'm gonna tell you a secret. I, Really enjoy enjoy day uh, J.R.R. Tolkien. I enjoyed The Hobbit in literally middle school or whenever I first read it. I love the Lord of the Rings trilogy. I am a fantasy nerd. You are not going to find fantasy stuff that I have not read. Here's Oathbringer. Brandon Sanderson goes hard. Here's the Mistborn trilogy. Like You're not going to find fantasy shit that I haven't read, period. But I haven't read all of Tolkien's non-Lord of the Rings Hobbit stuff. So if they do something wrong in this show... I won't know. Like, I don't know all of the lore. Right I'm back. just happy to be in a world of J.R.R. Tolkien. I feel like Dave's going to go grab the Cimmerillion and all this. Yeah, here he comes. He's going to bring in some Tolkien lore for us. So I won't know if they miss on the lore stuff, and I don't care. I'm happy to be in the world of Middle Earth and dwarves and humans and elves and whatever they put out there. It's a fantasy show that I'm going to enjoy. I kind of feel bad for the people who are so hung up on if they don't hit a detail. Well, here's, and I'm, I went to go grab, like, just to prove my bona fides, I didn't, uh, for somebody that asked, like, I'm, I'm out here, I'm going to be a regular on this show. I'm going to be out here all football season. And one of, the, one of the few things that I brought with me was my copy of Lord of the Rings, because I guarantee you I will read it at some point while I'm out here. Like it is my absolute favorite book. Here's the thing that I think is worth keeping in mind though. Um, they, they cannot make a faithful adaptation of, of what we would all probably love to see them do. They only own the rights to like a chunk of the second age, basically, which, you know, I made a big showing and I'm glad I, I'm glad I reread the Cimmerillion uh, just to familiarize myself with it. Like for those of y'all that have watched, you know, when when Elrond goes to talk to Celebrimbor about and, you know, they're like, oh, it's the hammer of Feanor. He made the Cimmerils like that's what the Cimmerillion is all about. Right. Um, anyway, they don't they don't own the rights to that. They don't own the rights to they don't even have the rights to everything that happened in the Second Age. Um, and so they're severely hamstrung, which definitely sucks, like. If you go back and watch the prologue, I have a feeling the re like for instance, like they briefly touched on Valinor and the two trees and the elves' flight to Middle Earth. They really didn't get into a lot of detail. Like they said the name Morgoth, they didn't show him. They didn't right. show the giant spider. My assumption is that they cannot, like they legally cannot do any of that. So, which is dumb. It, I mean, it is dumb, but you know, the, the Tolkien estate's going to look out for them. And I honestly, to some degree, I appreciate it a little bit because um, the Hobbit movies sucked. The Hobbit movies are absolutely awful. I hate Oh, you them. mean the newest version? Yeah, the, the ones that Peter Jackson made. 
I'm old enough that when I was in high school, we had The Hobbit, and it was very different. Like, I don't even know how to describe what it was. The animated one? Yeah, I think it was animated. Like, I've read the books, and I think in middle school, we watched the animated Hobbit, and I loved it. Yeah, no, that's fine. I'm I'm talking about the live action trilogy yeah. that came out, you know, ten years ago. Like literally Hobbit didn't need a trilogy. <laughs> literally. They made the same number of movies about a three hundred page children's book as they did about this epic shit show that yeah. absolutely needs three movies. It was just a cash grab. So my point is um my point is that You forgot. So yeah, I did. It's almost it's sort of a good thing that they don't have the rights because they can't screw it up. Uh so I kind of I kind of like the fact that they have to get creative because it they they're basically they're making a lot of this shit up on the fly. Like they have to reinvent storylines and come up with new characters cuz by the way, a lot of the stuff that they have the rights to is like in the appendixes. And that's the funny thing like I'm kind of getting on my soapbox here, but like people are like, oh, Galadriel would have never done that. And it's like, dude, there's maybe a paragraph of material that explains what Galadriel was doing for the entirety of the second age. Like we have no idea. So they're basically just taking an educated guess at some stuff that might have happened, which like, you know, if I, that doesn't bother me. Well, and I've seen a bunch of people getting mad about, and I will, we'll go with this too. Um, if you're listening right now and you're one of the people who's like, Oh my God, there's a black Hobbit and a black dwarf. And that bothers you in a world that is a fantasy world. You're not going to want to listen to this. Cause I think you're a bad person. Um, so just, you're going to want to turn this off. Uh, so, so like the accuracy of the accuracy in a world that has dragons and elves and wizards of uh <laughs> not being accurate to the canon in that way kiss my ass uh good for them danky stank in the super chat tolkien and cowboys two of my favorite things this is awesome gimli 21 words cannot explain how happy i am my two favorite cowboys media guys are doing a lord of the Rings show and great point dave they couldn't call that fortress Angbad, but the dwarves still said whatever that word is. I'm gonna teach you. I'm gonna teach you some things, Jeffrey. Uh, and that's the thing. I want to be clear about this. I love Tolkien. I love all things fantasy. I love Lord of the Rings. Dave's Tolkien lore and things outside of the trilogy and The Hobbit. He's seven thousand times ahead of me, so I'm sure he's going to be telling me a lot of things. Hi, Carmen. Oh, Carmi's in the chat. I love it. Um, Angbond. Ongbond was it, it was it's the tell Carmen about Ongbond. I don't give a shit. Like I, uh, <laughs> uh, Carmen knows what a disaster of a person I am. So there's uh, there's nothing that I could make sure you're following Carmen. She's at Fox Sports now too, covering the she NFC. Sure is. Beast. Um, Ongbond is just the the bad guy Morgoth before Sauron. It was his fortress basically, and yeah that the place where they were in the prologue, like the snow covered fortress was probably supposed to be that or something similar to it. Uh, but again, they can't say that stuff. Uh, Aul is the, the God that made the dwarves basically. Okay. Neat. Uh, okay. So here's my random observation from the show that I just wanted to throw out there is that uh, Galadriel, I've seen people getting mad that she's good at hand to hand combat, but then our buddy Daniel at Cowboy stats has been like correcting people on their Tolkien lore. And I've really enjoyed watching that on my timeline and I don't know enough to do it, but Daniel, Daniel's such a stud. I love how much he knows about this. <laughs> Might like, have to loop honestly, him in. 
And like I, yeah, no. If you like, let's get him on because like I, I don't know that much at the end of the day. Like not compared to some people. So this will be for your average human who doesn't know all the Tolkien things. But this was my first observation of the show. Is episode one is Galadriel, the wonderful, wonderful, powerful elf, uh, really attractive and everything. I don't know how long they fast forwarded when they went from little girl to big girl. Like it could have been ten years. It could have been three hundred. I have no idea. But when Galadriel and her crew of elves are hunting Sauron basically at the North Pole and it's a struggle for them to literally take a step, I was like, man, what's going to happen if you find Sauron up here when you can barely even walk and you're all about to die? That's going to be bad. And then they run into a snow troll that beats the shit out of her whole crew. And I was just like, hold on, you're trying to hunt the baddest man on the planet and your crew can't beat up that thing? Like mm -hmm. all you had was like you and the one other dude it just seemed very dismissive of the rest of her crew's ability to fight and that she should have picked a different crew. <laughs> like, I mean, that's fair. And I wonder like, which, okay. I, I hate to do this. I really do, but it, it Sauron, that's how you pronounce it. It's not like a dinosaur. It's well, Sauron. the hard part is the way that they pronounce it with accents makes me want to say Sauron because some of yeah. them do. That is kind of what Sauron. you're supposed to do. You don't have to roll the R if you don't want to. I just say Sauron. Okay, you're anyway, saying I was doing something wrong? You were saying Sauron. Oh, I didn't. Okay, I was trying to do like they add almost an extra syllable. Like, it's like yeah, it's kind of like in the movies, which I actually don't like. I think it's kind of corny how everybody in the movies goes Mordor. It's like, come on, chill out. You don't have to say that. You can just well, say I'm not a dwarf. Body. I can't roll it like that, you yeah. know? Uh, <laughs> but um, I, I do, I wonder, like, that's the thing is like, again, we're introduced to Galadriel in the Lord of the Rings. We're introduced to her when she's like a 10,000 year old badass who has seen all this stuff and done all this stuff. But all the way back here in the show, she's not that person. Like she doesn't have a ring of power yet. Her and Elrond are like not even important in Elvendom, at least not as important as they will be. Oh, it seemed like Elrond was pretty high up in the king he, in he terms is. of but like and she's wise. the greatest warrior in the world of theirs i feel like that's i i just i we i don't know how powerful they are compared to what they are when we meet them in lord of the rings that's all yeah and but Elrond, yeah that's, it's supposed get, to be way 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 younger than her right yes like she's considerably older than him and he also has uh he has human in his bloodline too so, oh, so he's gonna die fast. No, I. It's weird. I think like if you're half, if you're half elven, you get to choose your fate, and he chose immortality. So like he's not gonna die. Oh, but okay. I guess I. Ooh, maybe that's problematic. Like he might be viewed as like lesser of an elf because his his blood's not pure. I don't know. Uh, okay, so who's Superman? Like that was like when the, there's a comet that goes across the sky. And first of all, I got to tell you, I was very confused because when the comet thing was flying across the sky and then we saw the elves looking up at the meteor and then uh, Galadriel jumps off of the boat. I was like, oh, the meteor hit the boat and murdered all the elves. That sucks. And then it was like, oh, wait, no, there's this place over here where the meteor clearly hit. So I guess the elf boat was going to heaven and she just bailed on going to heaven. Um, but it just confused me. And then is that 
Sauron? Is that Sauron that fell out of the sky? Because whoever he is, it's basically Superman who fell out of a meteor and then like stood up like, it's cool. And he can knock over entire forests just by yelling at them. Like, is that the bad guy? I don't think so. I don't like, I don't think Sauron would look like that. To quote Frodo Baggins, I think a servant of the enemy would uh, seem fairer and feel fouler. Like, I don't think Sauron would be like this dirty mountain man looking kind of guy. Um, and he hasn't killed our cute little hobbit friends. So maybe he's a good guy. I, I hope. And again, I don't know this. What if I it's have no idea. I, what I hope, and again, like, I don't even know if they have the rights to this, so I don't know if they can get away with it. But what I hope is that it's Radagast, who is another of the wizards. What uh, about Tom Bombadil? No, he's not Tom Bombadil. Pa- Tom Bombadil is basically God. God, God himself. Like Tom Bombadil has been around since the beginning. Like he doesn't show up in a meteor. It would kind of aggravate me if it was Gandalf, because that would just be pure fan service. Um. Come on, but like, fan service, baby. Radagast would make sense because we know the wizards were sent to Middle Earth in the Second Age to help them to help humanity or whatever deal with Sauron. And he's not Gandalf, and he's not Sauron, but he's a wizard. Oh, and then the other thing that tipped me off is that he like communicates with fireflies. And Radagast's whole thing is that he's like good with nature and he communicates with birds and beasts. So like that would fit into his sort of origin story. Um, But like I said, I don't even know if they have the rights to that. So I have no idea. I will say just as an overarching thought, my only beef with the show so far is that they have introduced us to so many people and given us no reason to care about any of them. Like, you know, yeah, we like care about, what's that? Yeah. Like what, we, care, we care about Galadriel and we care about Elrond because we know them from the movies and we know that they're important, but like, I kind of care about Elrond's dwarf homie. I just don't know why yet or what he's going to do, but he'll clearly well, be relevant. The human guy's going to be relevant, but I can't even give you his name right now. That is uh, the dwarf is Durin, who is the guy, or he's the son of Durin. I don't, I, I might, I don't remember. I need to rewatch. But so, like, that's important because I mean, the Moria storyline is obviously like that's going to lead. Well, first of all, like, Celebrimbor is making the rings of power. Like, that's what the show is going to be about. That's what they need the dwarves' help for. And then they're going to wake up a Balrog underneath the mountains at some point like those two things are going to happen so we know why that's important but like i don't know who the hobbits are and not only that like they've introduced us the hobbits are responsible for this weird wizard man before we even know why we care about the hobbits so i'm just sitting there like what the hell is going on like why do i have to care about this and then honestly the elf the elf and the humans down in the south you know the elf and the lady that are kind of in love or whatever I'm not interested in that storyline at all. Like, I don't well, understand hopefully they'll it. Make us interested. You just don't know in what right. way, right? No, and I like, I'm not writing it off. I'm just saying, like, as of right now, like two episodes into the show, I'm just like, where is this going and why should I care? So, well, I, I'm kind of in on the human lady because she's hot. She's real hot, man. She's, she's pretty hot. She's you're smoking hot. And like, if you're a lady watching the show, I bet he's hot, you know, tall, dark, and handsome, got the nice eyes. Um, but, yeah, she, she's real hot. Uh, no, they're both very they're both very beautiful looking people. 
I was really confused why he wanted to go through these really close little closed areas to get to his little ledge down in the water area. Cause I was like, man, I feel like that's a place you could get stuck and whatever's chasing you could just bite your legs off, but you do you bro. And he got it done. Uh, Ed in the super chat show is so appropriate as feel like we can relate to Galadriel's frustration towards the dismissal of the threat of Sauron with the Cowboys front office <laughs> refusal to sign a swing tackle until See, now. That is Tolkien Cowboys at its finest because you bring it all together. That's, that's Tolkien You're right. Cowboys. Galadriel sitting there like, this isn't good enough. We're going to be screwed later. And the elves are like, no, this is great. This is awesome. Okay. Now, Dave, help me with the thing with the, um, cause hot chick, hot human chicks son knew where something was buried that yeah. had the sig, the sign of you're making me self-conscious about saying Sauron. 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 Just, uh, which S O W R O N. There you go. S O W. Sauron. Just don't listen to me. What? Sauron. Say it however. You know what? Say it however you want. Don't let me gig. Sauron. Um, and first of all, yeah, to Gimli's point in the super chat, shout out to Galadriel thinking that she could just swim for F and F. No, like she I, went across the ocean and she was like, let me just bail out and I'm just going to breaststroke my way out of here. I can't. I cannot. Okay. That is another thing I hate. Like, it's fine. Couldn't she have. There has to have been another way you could have had that happen. Like she could have gotten off the boat. She could God, have she had gonna her... swim across a whole effing ocean, bro. The literally, like she jumped off. Literally, like go look at a map. Yeah, like, at Lindon, which means she went across the world, the entire ocean, oh. and she's gonna swim back. She's like, let me jump off this boat with no idea what happens next. Uh, something like eleven hundred miles from the nearest shore. Like, it's I'm gonna grab absolutely... my dagger and I'm gonna swim the Pacific. Is it's... what I'm gonna do. That was. That was so stupid and like just very disappointing writing considering how much money they spent on the show. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, she like she'll wind up where she needs to be. Like, that's the thing. Like, I can I can I can gloss over a lot of plot holes as long as you get where you need to be in the long run. Um, oh, yeah. But the kid with the thing with the. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, where it lit him up and it turned on fire and took his blood like that's going to be something like he's going to be a servant or something that accidentally brings him back or something i heard a fan theory that maybe he will become a nazgul but that doesn't make sense to me because the nazgul they were, were kings, weren't they? kings yeah yeah but no i mean clearly yeah clearly he's going to get wrapped up in some bad shit like clearly that is some sort of like dark magic or dark weapon i don't know but yeah i don't know what it means i wonder what is... mf or is like galadriel searched the whole damn world like i think that was the point of getting that far north right it was like i've literally gone to the ends of the earth and this dude doesn't exist anymore where the f is he well i guess and that storyline with the kid and his mom is taking place like down way down south like i guess Oh, I was watching with our friend Kelsey, and she was breaking out the atlas. She has the oh. map. And so every time they said where something was, we were flipping to page 53, to page 14, and we were seeing where everything was. Kelsey doesn't have the attention span to pay attention to much of anything, so it's remarkable how much <laughs> she like knows about Tolkien and all that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, what else was there? Galadriel, her homies can't fight. That was very disappointing. Like, I don't understand how like the elite – elf squad was just getting owned by this troll and then Gladra was like I, maybe they did it to just set her apart like hey we're just showing you that she is the most incredible warrior of all time yeah. but I'm like hold on all your homies were just getting bodied by this thing and you're searching for the greatest wizard in the history of the world and that was going to end poorly for you 
I do. I appreciate this comment from Kobe Da that yeah, like Galadriel jumping off the boat was her way of showing like she'd rather like say screw it, I'll live with the con- consequences even if it means dying rather than feel guilty about leaving Middle Earth to deal with Sauron without me. Which you know, I, I get that. I think. Yeah, did but you have you to all wait the all the way. Did you have to wait all the way until the right. boat was like disappearing into Valinor to make that decision? Yeah, I think it would have made more. It would have made a little more sense, like a quarter, half mile from the shore that they left in Middle Earth. Uh, but again, like I, some people say this is annoying. Like my favorite, my my mom said this all the time. Like when I was growing up, I would be like, "Why'd they do that? Why'd that happen?" And my mom would be like. Because it's a movie, and the goal is for it to be entertaining. And if they didn't do that, then it wouldn't be as entertaining. And like, yeah, that's the truth. Like, you have to, you know, if you wrote everything the way that it would happen in the real world, it would not be uh, mentally stimulating to watch, probably. Yeah, like if I nitpick these things, I'm just having fun with something that struck right. me as funny yeah. while I was watching, like the one orc that broke through the floorboards and went after Homeboy and Mama. Like he looked like a badass warrior, but when one orc shows up against anyone who's ever fought before, it's like one orc is nothing. Like they're just stupid little creatures to be murdered. But that one orc, I was like, damn, this dude's going hard. Well, I think you could probably also say like, you know, orcs are easy for the Galadriels and Aragons right. of the world to kill, but like an Not orc mom going, and kid. yeah, mom and kid, maybe it's a little tougher. I do love. Whoever decided, like, hey, let's have all these orcs wear dead animal skulls. Way to go. That's terrifying and badass. It looks great. Yeah, because when that first one showed up, I was like, man, this dude's this dude's tough. I was like, like, no, it's just an orc. <laughs> just, just an orc. Terrifying. Becoming a new me, my question to Hellman is, where do you get the fan talk theories? Uh, pretty much wherever I get anything else, which is, like, literally on Friday night when I was done watching the show i just searched rings of power on twitter and read everything i saw on there for a solid like 30 to 40 minutes that's literally that's how i get most of my information is like wikipedia searching shit on twitter and then i mean if it's football related like i live hours of my day on pro football reference too but yeah dave's the most online person there is if it's on the social media network dave read it it's pretty it's pretty true unfortunately I'm not I'm not proud of that but here we are I have not I have not seen the third episode yet of House of the Dragon which is what I'm gonna do as soon as we're done ooh it's I enjoyed it it's really long it's like an hour and ten minutes long but I enjoyed it oh, yeah I like, like I'm doing a can, 6:30 a.m sculpt so uh, we, we can like I'm down to do House of the Dragon too we don't have to just keep it to Tolkien if we don't want to oh dude we could do House of the Dragon in here too. Uh, but I need to watch the. I need to watch the, uh, the last like the last twenty minutes of this this episode that just came out is baller. <gasps> okay, Kobe. Okay, this is the first thing I thought of too. And again, Dave knows more than I do about Tolkien lore. But he said, "What do you guys think was in the chest the dwarves opened at the end of episode two? Mithril." And when I saw light coming out of a chest, I also immediately assumed mithril. Oh yeah. Wait. Okay. Refresh my memory a little. I remember them looking in the chest and it glowing, but like. Who yeah, I'm trying to remember the- why. Like, was it a gift he was giving to him, or it was like they were getting ready to talk about making the deal with other elf dude, and it was just Durin and his daddy, 
and it was like, all right, well, you know, whatever. And he opens his chest and it's. Yeah. I, uh Oh, we're doing, oh. but that was my first thought. Oh, I was glitching. Hi. Yeah. You're back. Um, Yeah. Okay. The door. I, I need to go back and refresh myself. I don't remember. Oh, they said they didn't want the elves to know what they found, so they found something under the mountain. Mithril is a very good guess. Um, it's just I don't know why. Dude, is did it ever glow in Lord of the Rings? Because that was what my first thought was. It was Mithril, and I'm like, I don't oh, know Mithril the Arkenstone. That would be fun. Okay. Um, what's the Arkenstone? And I guess they they had a weapon. What? Who? Uh, one of them had a weapon. Frodo had a weapon. Oh, and so did Hobbit Man. Uh, they had a weapon Bilbo. that lit up when orcs were nearby. But that's yeah. Not I mean, insane. the the elves of old made their swords. They glue when orcs were nearby. But um, I don't. So okay, I like the theory that it's the Arkenstone. The Ark, but so the Arkenstone is the gem from the Hobbit that Thor and Oakenshield is like obsessed with. Um, and it's called the heart of the mountain. I always assumed that minute was the heart of the lonely mountain though, but I guess I don't know that. Like maybe, maybe it's the heart of one of the mountains under Casa Doom. I don't know. Um, I don't think it could be one of the Cimmerils, Trevor, because those are all, uh, lost forever in the, in the Cimmerillion. Like they disappear ages before this happens. So um on twitch jeff you getting paid by amazon for this show absolutely not bro that would be <laughs> absolutely awesome, not yeah just, i mean dave and i were it, hanging out at some point and i decided that the words tolkien cowboys belonged as a show name yep. and we both love tolkien stuff so here we are mithril seems like a good as good a guess as any even if it is kind of obvious but but it needs to be something that would relate to making the rings of power, right? Otherwise, they're not opening it up. They opened it up in relation to oh. Elrond wanting to use their something for something to yeah. build something. It's a great point from Ronnie. That it can't be a Cimmeril because they don't have the rights to the Cimmerils, which, yeah, like it's well, fun. Just call it a Slapperil. Just change the name. <laughs> they're like... It's the ancient stones of Feanor that we'll never call by their name. Yeah. Um, it's like how you can't say Super Bowl in certain places right. on radio. Uh, literally on that. any, you can't say it on any like marketing at all. Um, unless it's like an NFL rights holder. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, 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 I am fascinated. That's probably, that's probably the plot that I'm most interested in just because those are, uh, those are like like that's the plot of Lord of the Rings. Like that's how this that's why this all happened is because Celebrimbor worked and ooh and yeah like we're probably not gonna know who Sauron is at first. Yeah, because he's he's gonna be Anatar, which is like his human avatar, and they're not gonna know who he is because they don't realize that he's working against them until he makes the One Ring. So, um. Yeah, I don't know. That's it's it's something to watch. I'm very intrigued by that storyline, even though I don't know a whole hell of a lot about what's going on. I have to go back and watch it. I, I know, like, what, like I, I like, have to remember the context of it. Like, I remember that it was Durin walks in the room with his dad, and they've clearly been discussing Elrond wants our help with X. It's like, all right, well, we're gonna have to get into to this. I need to I need to rewatch episode two specifically because I watched them both in a row 
and you're drunk. I don't know. I mean, I definitely I had a drink while I was watching, but I wasn't drunk. It was just like, again, my brain is completely broken um, by like Twitter and stuff. So my attention span sucks. So I feel like by the end of episode two, like I wasn't paying as close attention as I probably should have. Michael said, don't slander Tolkien's name by associating it with this garbage show. Tolkien literally the Tolkien estate literally blessed them to do this show. Y'all got to chill, man. Y'all got to be nice. It's 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 a it's a freaking fantasy novel at the Just end of the day. Just have fun, man. Just have fun. I, I, I used to be a guy that got really upset about like how faithful the adaptation was and like all that type of stuff. Like, oh, they didn't they didn't get his hair right. That's and then I basically was like, man, life is too short to be upset about something that stupid. I just I'm not I'm excited to have a fantasy show that's based in Middle yeah. Earth because I like yeah. Middle I just Earth. I just like watching things. I, I like well, having a reason to chat with people about dumb tv shows multiple people asking about the visual visuals and saying how great kaza doom looked and yes when they went underground and they freaking just the they spent money to make this show look good because holy shit this show looks amazing visually that is like i don't know how good of a show it's going to wind up being we'll see but it looks incredible like the and like not just like you can tell it's well made but to this point it feels spiritually correct like it feels like what you want it to look like like that is what i think kazadum should look like that is what like the elven cities should look like like that was my favorite thing about the lord of the rings movies is it basically felt like they took my imagination and put it on screen. Like they just nailed every single thing that I imagined it to be. And so far the show's doing a great job with that too. Like it just, it looks incredible. Uh, Dave, I'm good. I'm yeah. Good? That, I mean, yeah, is there anything, you, is there anything we missed? Do we miss anything awesome? I mean, even if we did, we can just do another episode later. Yeah. All right. Well, Galadriel will be back. She's going to kick ass. Got She's a new gonna... episode on Friday. Yeah, you go watch. Uh, you go watch House of the Dragon, and um, let me know what you think, and we can. I'll talk do about it. That. You go get ready for a show on Fox Sports One tomorrow that you're going to be a part of five days a week, just being super effing famous. Something like that. All right, everybody. Thanks for hanging out while we talked about Tolkien things. <laughs> hey, the chat loved it. The chat. Chat I... who was here loved it. Only one person was like, "Oh shit! I wish I read the title and knew what I was getting into." I wish I. I'm gonna go check the comments on this video tomorrow. I hope there's all kinds of whiny, whiny people. And oh my god, talk more. No, about this it. channel is my side hustle, Dave. I don't need to be making people mad. You're uh, okay. If like I said, like the number. Oh, wait, of it's people... my main hustle. I forgot. I don't have a job. This is my the main number hustle. of. You're. You're so, yeah, you were so close. The number of people that are actually going to get mad about this is so, like, screw them. Whatever. Go do, like, it's fine. We'll be back to tell you about Tony Pollard's snap share tomorrow, okay? <laughs> like, it'll be fine. You will survive. Remember, you have no idea who, what anybody's going through. Be cool to everyone. I love you. Bye. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. 
You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.